welcome to the Branding for Women podcast, where we come to connect with and learn from other female entrepreneurs like you. I'm your host, Carolee Brinton. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Branding for Women podcast. I'm very, very excited for the guest that I have to share with you today. Her name is Laura Jane, and she is a personal stylist and women's empowerment coach based in London, UK, and she's also known as The Girl. She is the founder and creator of Girl Behind the Look. Laura specializes in working with female entrepreneurs to help transform their image so they can have more impact and attract their potential clients, show them that they are the experts within their fields, and get more sales so they can make their desires and dreams come true. Laura helps women to recognize who they are, what they are about, so that they are empowered to be their true stylish versions of themselves and their brands. She does this by inspiring, empowering, and guiding them to feel confident about themselves, their wardrobe, style, and bodies using her evolution formula of unlocking themselves so they can embrace their inner muse and become the goddess that they are and can start to glow from the inside out. Her mantra is that everyone is beautiful no matter what shape or size they are and that every woman deserves to have their own personal stylist. With over 12 years of experience within the fashion industry, Laura's work as a stylist has been featured in fashion magazines and she is very passionate about body positivity. In June 2017, she started Body Positivity and Confidence Week, where she joins forces with some amazing guest speakers from confidence coaches to nutritionists to plus-size bloggers who shared their stories on these topics to help women feel confident about themselves. In January 2018, Laura became a Body Image Movement Global Ambassador. Without further ado, I'd love to welcome you to meet this wonderful, amazing person, Laura Jane. Laura, welcome, and thank you so much for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. If you don't mind, I would love to hear about how you got to where you are and how you work through, um, how you got to where you are as a fashion designer. Yeah, so it's quite a long story, actually. Um, So I'm going back way longer than what I would like to admit, because that shows how old I am. (laughs) But I came down to London in 2000s, I'll say, and um, I studied at London College of Fashion. And there I did product design and development. And um, it was an amazing time. And I learned so much from being there. And in my final year, I specialized in creating a collection that didn't discriminate against women. And from that, I kind of fell into, once I graduated, I fell into working as a fashion buyer for British retailers. So I was basically helping stores source collections from around the world so that they could then sell them in in their stores. And um, again, I learned so much from that, but there was something that there was like a disconnect and it didn't light me up inside. There was something missing. And it was only, I think, about three years into doing it that I was living in a house share in London, which, I mean, you have to do in London because it's it's a nightmare getting accommodation. And one of the girls that I lived with, she was a makeup and hairstylist. And we got talking one day in, in the kitchen 
and she was telling me that she was working on this photo shoot this coming weekend and I was just getting so excited by what she was telling me and and I'd never even thought about fashion styling before I'd never really like not that I'd not heard of it but it was just something that never really kind of entered my environment so we were just talking and talking and she could see that I was getting really really fired up and really passionate about it and then she said to me I can see whether um, the stylist that's doing the shoot on Sunday whether she wants an assistant so I said oh wow that would be amazing so this stylist agreed to it and I went to this this um, photo shoot very early morning I think it was probably like seven o'clock in the morning um, as long day we didn't finish till like 11 o'clock at night and wow. um, I was just completely engrossed from start to finish and I was helping assisting this stylist but all the time she was like putting outfits together I was like well I would have put that with that and I would have put this with this and do you know what I mean? It's like I was getting so excited about it. I was like, I really want to, you know, create something. And from there, I just started fashion styling. And I, I was um, I was doing it alongside my full-time job. So I was shooting nearly every weekend. And, yeah, it was just amazing. I loved it so much. I was in my lunch times and after work, I was running around London collecting stuff from designers and PR companies and it was amazing and my work got featured in magazines and I worked with musicians and brands and it was just incredible but very sadly I became a victim of the fashion industry which I'm sure you're all aware what it's like it's got this reputation of being backstabbing and bitchiness and I was doing this massive photo shoot it was like an epic photo shoot where we um we was doing we're shooting over four weekends. It was massive. And we were using like 15 models and each model had a different theme. So normally when you're shooting on, on a photo shoot, you would have like one or two models depending on what the brief was. And then you would have like a set theme that would go through each photograph. But because we were having different theme for each photograph, you can imagine it was like a lot of, lot of work. And um, I just was bullied on like from by people and um, it was just really nastiness and I it really affected my confidence I just really didn't want to work and do do it anymore so I stopped and looking back now I realized that I let them win and then about four years ago I had what I like to refer to as my mini midlife crisis where I was like what am I doing with my life um, I'm not where I wanted to be. And when I did this self-reflection, I realized that everything that I stood for at university, I kind of lost that aspect of myself. I was about sustainability. I was about body positivity. And like I said at the beginning, I'm going back quite a long time ago, like 15, 16 years ago. So I know it's quite a common theme now to hear people talk about sustainability and body positivity. But back then, it wasn't. Um, so I was really thinking about these things all that time ago. So I think it shows how much I am an ambassador for these these um, values that I am so passionate about. And from that, I realized that I really missed doing the, the fashion styling, but I knew that I didn't want to go back to it. So I was like, how can I incorporate all these things that I'm really passionate about and when I thought about it it as like well I can really help women 
and feel more confident within themselves. So I started personal styling. And from there, it's been a massive journey. Like I've gone through lots of blocks as you do, as you're starting your own business, as I'm sure you understand, and the clients that you work with. It's a learning curve and you learn so much. And about eight months ago now, I rebranded because I was working with a, a coach and she said that I wasn't niche enough. And I've really struggled with that because I was like, well, I, I'm about all women. I don't want to discriminate against women because that's not what I'm about. And she's like, no, you need to niche. And then when I really thought about it, I'd really had this untapped skill that I wasn't really speaking about. And from speaking to female entrepreneurs, they really struggle with that brand photo shoe or having to organize it or what they're going to wear on stage and, and everything like that. And I was like, well, I've got all these skills from doing all this fashion styling, from being behind the camera and knowing what works on, on film and on, on screen. And I was like, well, that's what I can do. I can take away all that stress that they're having. So I rebranded my, my website as working with female entrepreneurs. So originally my girl behind the look brand was my fashion portfolio and I rebranded it into personal styling, personal styling. So yeah, it's quite a long story, but it's like so much that happened to me to come to this point where I am right now. Yes. And that's such an incredible story. It really takes all of those ups and downs to really help you see the direction. Like you said before, you just weren't lit up about what you were doing, but after listening to your story and how you'd run around after your other job on the weekends and in your off hours, gathering pieces to put things together to be a stylist that, you know, you could feel the fire in your story that you have found what lights you up and that's personal styling and you're really good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Um, So I'd love to hear a little bit more from you about what we were just talking about, about how female professionals can use personal styling in their brands and how that correlates for them. Can you give us some insight on that? Yeah. So your personal style is so important and it's something that women always forget about, especially when they're starting out the brand. They would have, you know, spent all this time really thinking about what their brand values are and what font they're going to use, what colors they're using, all like this imagery that they want to put out there. And they spend all this time kind of thinking about it, but then they put it out there into the world, but then they don't realize that how they're showing up and how they're presenting themselves to their audience is just as important as your personal branding and your branding of your business and your website. And I always say that your personal style is an extension of your brand because it is, if you're not showing up as your brand, then people are not going to relate to you. And I think this is something that people always talk about now, especially in business, where you have to be the face of your brand, your customers or your clients. They want to know the people that are behind all these companies and their brands. So it means that you've got to show up in real life and share your story and show up in front of them. and your personal style is like your secret weapon to use to, you know, give them that knockout impression straight away of what your business is about, what your brand's about, what you're about. And then 
you know, show them that you are the expert and you are the person that they need to work with. And like I say, it's something that we forget about when we're thinking about what our brand colors and our branding is going to look like for our business. So it's really, really important. Oh, definitely. I agree with that so much. This is something that I try to focus on as a branding designer myself to capture my client's personality so that it can um, be combined with the brand visuals so that when people meet them digitally on their website and then they meet them in person, they're not like surprised or feel like there's a disconnect between the business or company that they're investing in and the person behind it. Because just like you said, you're so right. People love buying from people and we like to feel like there's a connection there. And you're more likely to buy from somebody that you have a strong personal connection with than just somebody random that you don't really know or understand or agree with their style. So I really appreciate you saying that. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's so true though. And the thing as well is that first impressions really count because within seven seconds, somebody's made an opinion about you and you can't reverse it. Once they've formed that opinion, it's irreversible. So it's really important that you are giving them the best first impression that you want to give them. And people forget that you are in control of that impression that you want to give them. So really thinking about how your personal style and your brand fuses together is how you're going to make sure that that first impression is the right first impression that you want to give. So it's so important. Definitely. How would you suggest that a female professional could go about identifying their personal style if they don't quite have an understanding of it yet and they don't know how then they could translate it into their brand? Do you have any tips for them? Yeah, definitely. I'm really massive on personal discoverer, um, like self-discoverer, because unless you are starting there and you don't really have that understanding of who you are, then you're never going to be aligned in what you're wearing and you're always going to find that it's like that cliche saying you know the clothes are wearing you and you want to you want to feel confident in what you're wearing so unless you really start with getting to know yourself and learning the things that you like what you don't like what you're about what your values are if you then Um, if you don't think about them things then you're never gonna have that alignment in what you're wearing and your personal style so that's the first place to start and you can do that through using like meditation and you know journaling and I know it sounds really weird and I'm sure like people are listening to this thinking this this woman is crazy like how is journaling and you know meditation gonna help me find my personal style but it's really connecting with that that inner you and I have I like the way that I like to think about it is there's I believe that everybody's got this style goddess inside them and she's really she's wanting to get out from you know like be released and we kind of suppress her we always push her down because as women especially with in this society where we're told how we should behave and what we should do and what we should look like. You know, we're bombarded with all these issues, uh, these, these visual imagery. And if you're not 
connecting with who you are, then you're never going to be able to release that inner goddess that's, you know, dying to get out of you. And that starts with really getting to deep and really understanding who you are and what you're about. And the thing as well is to understand that your brand values as you, for your business is going to be slightly different, but they're going to be similar to what your values as a person are as well. So there'll be some crossover there and it's kind of recognizing the, where it goes and where it meets and where it joins so that you can kind of form this, this, um, this true version of yourself to present to your clients. Because obviously you want to be as authentically you and as authentically as you can showing up to these people that you are connecting with. But also you want to kind of keep some of that to yourself because that's your, you know, that's your personal life and that's for your close family and your close friends that see that side of you. So by understanding what your values are as a person and what understanding what your company values are and then seeing where they meet, you'll kind of meet in the middle ground and you're going to allow yourself to have this, this side of you that is private, but then you're going to have this side of you that is representing your business. And I always like to say, create a business uniform. And the way that I like to look at it is, you know, Diana Prince in Wonder Woman, you know, when she kind of spins round and she spins into Wonder Woman, that's how I like to refer to it as your business uniform. So it's like a set of like a capsule kind of mini wardrobe that you can go to. And if you're kind of caught off guard and you get a call with a client or you have to jump on a call with um, a a Facebook live suddenly or you have to go to a networking event you're not going to be thinking what am I going to wear or am I going to put this on am I going to put that on you're going to know straight away that you can just go to this little capsule wardrobe that you've created and know that you can interchange pieces to create an outfit and then that's going to allow you to, to go and focus on what you want to say on your Facebook live or on your call with your your client or at your networking event so I always like to say build this capsule kind of business uniform wardrobe wow I love that and you're <laughs> so right it's so much easier to um, plan and like jump into a meeting and jump on with a client when you already know what you're going to wear especially um, after being through the pandemic crisis um, video chatting and video meetings are much more popular and they will continue to be really popular. And so knowing what you can wear to still look professional and still like represent yourself and your style and your brand style. Um, Cause we're just face to face even more now than we were before. So that's something yeah. that will be really handy. I was yeah, wondering definitely. if you wouldn't mind sharing an experience with us of perhaps one of your clients or female entrepreneurs that you've worked with and like how you help them identify their style and how they were able to show their style through their clothing and how it also um, was incorporated into their brand. Yeah. So I have got a client where she's amazing. Like she's an amazing woman. She's got a, a, her business is she goes into communities and helps teach them the values of cooking and nutrition and she goes into low-income 
families and teaches these skills to them. So her business is amazing and she's like does so much good for the, the communities. And she's been very, very successful at that. But she really wanted to grow a business by taking it to the corporate side of it and going to corporate businesses and teaching the staff within these businesses about nutrition and how important it is to have. Because if you're not eating healthy in in a workplace and you're not being healthy, then it's not good for your mindset. It's not good for your mental health. And all these things are interconnected. So she came to me because in order to do that, she felt like she had to change who she was. And I like to refer to, I have like a little persona that I like to use. And I always say like, be the stylish CEO. And when I say that, people always assume that they have to change who they are in order to step into this CEO. But what I'm actually talking about is it's knowing who you are so that you can step into the role of your business being the CEO. Because unless you're stepping into her, then you're never going to be your business. You're never going to be the face of it. So she was really struggling because she felt like she had to change who she was and what she was about. And from working together, I showed her that she, that she didn't need to change who she was. She could still keep that aspect of who she was. But she, like I said before, she needed to bring them brand values of her business together with that and up-level her style in a way that represents who she is and what her business is. So we went and did a massive shop, but we were very intentional about what we were buying. And I think as a personal stylist, that is one of the things that I'm massive about because we as women struggle so much because we are impulse shoppers and I'm sure lots of women are are thinking I can relate to that because every woman in this world is an impulse shopper whether she likes to admit it or not and when we when I was working with my client we was really intentional about the pieces that we were going to buy for us so she had a set budget that she wanted to work to and we was thinking why are we adding this piece? What place does this piece have in our wardrobe? How many outfits are we going to make from that piece? So it's, it's been really intentional. So before you're actually buying anything, it's taking a step back and thinking, okay, why am I buying this? Has it got a purpose in my wardrobe? You know, um, can I create multiple outfits out of it? If I can, then great. If I can't, if I'm buying it because it's a really trend piece and I'm going to wear it once or twice, then it's not going to benefit you or in your wardrobe because most likely you're going to end up having it just hung there in your wardrobe because you don't know how to kind of integrate it into your wardrobe and create outfits from it. And that's another thing that we struggle with, like buying these pieces and then they just hang in our wardrobe and we we only wear like 20% of our wardrobe. So we end up having a wardrobe full of clothes with tags on that we don't even wear. So it's really important to really step back and think, what is the intention of me buying that? So from doing that, we were able to create a wardrobe that worked for her and represented who she was. And she felt like really professional, but she didn't feel like she'd been taken too far out of her comfort zone in a sense of like going to wear a three-piece power suit, say, 
which is what I think everybody always thinks about when they think about a CEO. We get this kind of vision in our heads that, you know, we have to wear a power suit and be really um, like, uh, what's this? What's the saying? Like iron, iron lady-ish kind of thing, you know, in order to make it within the corporate world. And that's not true. We don't have to do that. We still have to represent who we are and we just need to upstyle it in a way that's going to give the impression that we want, that we are professional and we can get the results for that corporate business. That's the impression that we're going for, not that we're out of our comfort zone. Because if she was to wear a power suit, she would have been really self-conscious. She would have been going to their meetings with her potential corporate clients and being like thinking, oh, I feel really uncomfortable, like, you know, tensing her body up because she was, she didn't feel herself. And that would have come across in her presentation and the way that she was speaking to, to her clients. So it's really about thinking what is the intention with, with me buying this piece and how does it represent me and who I am? Will it represent my business? Definitely. And also I'd love to add that first impressions, she may feel really uncomfortable. And also those new corporate clients that she's um, talking with may misinterpret like her personality and her style, just based on what she's wearing. They may take her to be a little bit more serious, a little bit more structured than she really is and have expectations built around those things. And so how you dress could also provide a better impression of what people can expect from you as a person. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. How can we practice body positivity while we are identifying our style and dressing to it and also incorporating it into our brands? So body positivity comes from you need to recognize the self-talk that you're having with yourself because whether you realize it or not, we're constantly talking to ourselves and very subconsciously. And it's really identifying what you're saying to yourself and then stopping yourself. So for me, for example, I like to look myself in the mirror every morning and find one thing that I love about myself for that day. So that could be my hair, if I'm having a good hair day, or it could be my eyes and or something you know else on my body. It's finding one thing that and like saying you look beautiful because X, Y, Z kind of fill in the blank. So it's really getting that connection with the things that you are saying to yourself and stopping yourself. And I know personally, it's something that I've struggled with. And last year, actually, it came up for me again when I was in a changing room trying something on and it didn't fit me. And I was thinking like instantly I went to the or you look really fat, you know, them three-letter words that are really not nice. It's not a nice word to say to ourselves. And, like, you need to lose weight. You, you know, no no wonder you haven't got a, a partner because who's going to find that attractive? And, I, and then I suddenly stopped myself because I recognised, because I've been doing this work of recognising the self-talk that I've been saying, and I put a stop in it. And I was like, hang on a minute, it's not my fault that this, company doesn't cater for women that are my shape and my body shape and my size that's on them that's not a reflection on me and it's stopping it in its path that thought and then t- 
turning it around so that you can feel more confident and more empowered by it. So it's really recognizing, like I said, them, them, that internal dialogue that we're having with ourselves. And like I said, it's something that we're constantly having and is probably embedded in you for a long time that you've been having them conversations with yourself. But the more that you start to recognize it and stop yourself, the more that it stops. So it's like recognizing them things. And like I said, giving yourself a pep talk. I know like when I went to do a talk in front of a load of women, I again looked myself in the mirror and gave myself a pep talk and, you know, looked myself in the eye. And this is something that women struggle to do. They struggle to look themselves in the mirror, in the eyes. And it's it's such a powerful thing to do because when you connect with yourself and you start saying, you are amazing, you're going to nail this. You are going to blow these women away. They are going to be listening to every word that you are saying. They're going to be hanging on every word that you're saying. They're going to be wanting to work with you. They're going to come up to you at the end and say, wow, you were amazing. When you start talking like that, you start gearing yourself up for that, that positivity and that empowerment. And then you're going to go out there into the world raring to go. So it's really connecting with yourself and using turning the negative talk into positive talk that's something that I need to practice more of for sure and kind of the overall message I'm getting is that when you feel confident then it doesn't matter I guess then you're not dressing to feel more confident because you already feel confident so then you can dress to how you feel comfortable and how you feel good about yourself instead of dressing to make you feel good about yourself (laughs) yeah yeah definitely and the thing as well is like whatever size you are it's just a number but yet we seem to be like so fixated on this number we're fixated on a number in the size of our clothes on the scales in our bank accounts we're so obsessed with numbers but take that equation out of it and you'll find that suddenly you've got like this freedom and this liberation from doing it because you're not connected to that number. It, your weight is going to fluctuate every day. Let me tell you now, like we are women, we retain water. You know, it is going to go up and down each day. So don't hold on to this number that's on a scales. Don't hold on to a number in a, a label in a clause because the thing is, the way that retailers work is that they're trying to get the most for their book, so to speak. They want to get, they're buying all this fabric and they're trying to make as many pe- you know, items of clothing out of that fabric. So they're going to use their pattern pieces and their sizing accordingly. So some stores will downgrade their sizing. So maybe you're going to one store and I'm trying to think what your sizing is in the state. So a size 10, sir. Might you might be a size 10 in one star, but then if you go to another star, you're a size 12. And all that's happened is that this star that's a size 10 has maybe downgraded their 12 to a size 10. So it's it's just understanding things like that. It doesn't mean that you're that you've put on all this weight and that you're a different size, but that's what we kind of get hung up on. And we start like self-talk. Um, start being negative in our self-talk and beating ourselves up and telling us 
that we need to go on a diet and like why do we eat that cake when we, sh- we shouldn't have done and it's like a vicious cycle that we get ourselves in so take them numbers out of the equation and just you know start embracing who you are and accept who you are I think that's the first step acceptance it's okay it's just as long as you're happy inside that's the most amazing thing and that's the most important thing we are in this life to live a happy life but yet we allow outside sources to affect that happy night happy life oh yes Uh, I agree with all this and it's definitely a message that we need to hear over and over again, it's kind of a trending topic right now, like you were saying before, but it's just a message that we need to be reminded of over and over again until we can really start practicing it. Because even though I hear this idea, it's something that I still personally am having a hard time holding on to that number. And it's like, I know I'm aware that even in different countries, the sizing is different. So when you're ordering online, like it'll make you feel much bigger than you are just because their sizing runs differently. The numbers are different per store and everybody's, especially women, all of our curves are in different places on every single person. And it's incredibly hard to design a piece of clothing that's going to fit the curve on every single woman. It's just almost impossible. So we can't be punishing ourselves for that and just learn to say like, okay, well, this dress doesn't fit my body. I'll find another dress that does fit my body that I feel Mm -hmm. comfortable in. But I think that's the other thing as well, just like what you were saying. It's a lot of people think that they should go into a store and put something on and that it's going to fit them perfectly. Well, it's not because like you were saying, we're all individual and we're all unique. Nobody is the same in this world. So when stores are catering, the whole of the entire world they're going to take an average and you're going to find that it doesn't fit you and that's why you need to find a tailor and you need to find like a tailor's worth their weight in gold you need to find a good tailor that can alter things for you and don't feel embarrassed or self-conscious the fact that you have to go get something altered by doing that, it's going to make it look even more amazing on you because it's tailored to your body, it's tailored to your shape. But yet, like I was saying, people just assume that they can just go into this store and then it's going to fit them perfectly. But they forget that, like I said, the catering for the whole world and all different body shapes and sizes. So just remember, get a good relationship with a good tailor. That's the best tip that I can give you. <laughs> I love that. And I agree with that. I saw... Um, a post probably probably about a year ago after I just had my baby. He's, so he's one now. And um, it was this influencer that I followed for like maybe a month. And one post that she put out really struck me. And it was a picture of her wearing some pants. And she the caption is like, just buy the pants. Like, don't hold on to um, a smaller size that you used to be. And just be like, one day I'm going to get back there. Like I just had a baby. One day I'm going to get back to the size I was before I had my baby. Don't wait. Just buy the clothes that fit you now because you'll feel more comfortable. You'll look better because the clothes fit your body the way they're supposed to. And your body is okay the way it is right now. And that's something I've been trying to like really 
apply into my life a little bit more, but it takes practice. <laughs> yeah, it definitely takes practice. But can I just say that you also, in that instance, you also have to stop and think, my body has just made another human being. Like that is such an amazing thing in itself that your body has managed to do that. But yet you're beating yourself up because you're not the size that you used to be before you created this human being. So it's like stopping and thinking, well, actually, I need to be thankful for my body because it's created this amazing little bundle of joy that I've got in front of me. And for that, I'm grateful for that. So it's like taking it and looking at it at a different angle rather than this negative kind of, oh, well, I don't fit into the size that I used to be before the baby, you know. It's, it's looking at it in a different way, and I think that really helps. Definitely, yeah. Our bodies are amazing, and they're designed to change over time. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of you needing to have the same body that you had in high school your entire life um, is just false, and it's something that it's good to be reminded of over and over again. It's going to change, and it's supposed to change, and it's good for your body to change, to adapt, to help you through the different phases of life that we go through. Yeah. I'd just like to add as well, like your listeners are probably listening to me thinking this woman has got it together and I'm not, I'm exactly like everyone else. I have my times where I struggle as well. Like everybody goes through this. So it's just trying to recognize it, like I said, and then change the pattern. I love that. How can how can we apply these ideas into how we present ourselves as a business? Because there are kind of some ideas about business owners that they do need to have it all together or that they need to have like a certain very, I would almost even say very structured feel to them. But if that's not your natural style or if that's not, if it doesn't align with you personally, like how can we take these ideas of being positive about our bodies, connected with ourselves, and then put those ideas out there as a female entrepreneur? I think I've given like lots of tips throughout this. Like I said, you know, it's about connecting with yourself. It's about being authentic. And the thing is, we as human beings connect with people that are authentic. So unless you're showing up being authentic, then you're never going to have that connection with the people that you're speaking to. The people are more likely to buy from you when you're being yourself and being authentic with who you are. And I like to break free of these molds. Like, who says you can't be who you are? Like, why do you need to be structured? Like, be who you are. That's the most important thing. This is, this is your business. This is your vision. The whole reason why you got into being a female entrepreneur is because you wanted the freedom. You wanted to create the vision that you've got. You wanted to do what you want, what you're passionate about. There's all these reasons why you wanted to do what you want to do, but yet we seem to forget them reasons. We, we come up with them when we're thinking about doing it, but then we kind of get all this noise that's come, you know, coming to us through social media and other business coaches that we're here. And it's like taking that information that they're giving you and then making it your own and doing it your own way. Because at the end of the day, this is your business. They can't, they can give you advice, but they can't tell you what to do and how to run your business. And I think that's the most important thing to always remember. 
like don't listen to this outside noise always take what they're teaching you and what they're telling you and then it's like how can I do it my way because if you're doing it that then your clients and your potential clients are going to connect with you more because you're being authentically you and I know it like authentic sounds so cliche but it is so true you know it if you're not being who you are then you're not going to get this connection with them and you're not going to be aligned within your business and within the people that you're working for and the end of the day you want to get them the results and you want to be attracting the right people and if you're not doing that by being yourself then you're going to get false results as such because you're not going to be getting the results that you want to get because it's your business because they're not aligned with who you are. I love that. So if we're showing up as ourselves, as who we truly are, we're going to attract those people who really vibe with us, who will like get us, who will agree with the mission that we have with our business, who will support us and buy from us and really connect with those people and find success in those ways. And we don't really want to work with the people who don't quite vibe with us either because no. those are usually the more difficult clients or the ones that, you know, they just can't catch your vision. They don't understand. They don't respect you. They take, they don't understand the value of what you're providing. And so um, if we're showing up as we are, then we'll attract those people who do value us and our mission as business owners. Yeah, definitely. Love that. Awesome. Where can our listeners go to learn more about you and just learn from you? Where can they go to sign up? So they can go to my website, which is girlbehindthelook.com. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at girlbehindthelook. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, which is at girlbehindthelook page. And I also got a Facebook group as well that you can find me in there, which is called the Stylish Entrepreneur Tribe. And I also have a podcast, which is called The Stylish CEO. So yeah, you can find me all over, basically. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. I feel like I've learned a ton and I hope that I'm sure I'm not the only one. Our listeners will have learned a ton too. And I'm so excited to hear their feedback about this episode. And thank you again so much for um, spending time here with us and teaching us about body positivity and showing up as who we truly are to our audience. Oh, thank nice. you so much for having me. I've really, really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to the Branding for Women podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, please subscribe and leave a review. Have a great weekend.